Hello, my friends, and welcome to That's Bangin', a new podcast celebrating everything great from farm to plate, ship to service, and field to fork. A celebration of everything tasty, fresh, and excellent that's coming off our tiny little wonderful island at the moment. In association with tasty, fresh, and excellent beer, Hop House 13. Which we assume you're always going to drink responsibly. That's Bangin' with Chris and Marcus. This week, our guest is a social media star, known for her incredible fashion and a passion for fitness. Please welcome the wonderful Neve Cullen. Neve, it's so good to have Hello. you here. How are you doing? I'm great, guys. Thank you so much for having me. First day out of lockdown and I'm in here filming with you guys. It's good. Brilliant. Thanks for coming in, Neve. We're just excited to have you on. Uh, first day of lockdown, we're in December. Are you excited for Christmas? I am so excited. I feel like I, I put my Christmas tree up there like three weeks ago because I just thought the whole lockdown was getting in on top of me. So... First December, yeah, feels good. So like a week after Halloween, you're just straight up. Uh, yeah, well, I was. I think I was two weeks after Halloween. I wasn't okay. that bad. I think when it got really, you know, when the mornings were just super dark and the evenings mm. were super dark. I needed something in my apartment to just, light up my life. Yeah, so the, the lights alone <laughs> just bring it, bring the brightness. Yeah, yeah it is Gloomsville it. around that time of year. It yeah. was. It Qu- is. It is. Because real I feel tree, like, fake tree. So we, ha- I have a fake tree at the minute. I worked in Brian Thomas and. Back in in our previous relationship, I bought a beautiful big tree, and it's yeah, here I for just, keeps. it's here for keeps, and it is gorgeous. I got it in work. Mm. It used to smell like a real tree. No but way. The smell has gone now, so I need to get the Hang little on. spray. What is this technology that you can get a fake tree that smells like a real tree? I, know. Oh, I love it. I, I love it. it. I mean, I know we're talking about restaurants and food and life, but this is something that I feel this. Like, this, yeah. this is amazing. Wow. Yeah. Well, we love aromas. That's where we're into food. That's yeah. it. <laughs> the aroma of pine, chestnuts roasting on an open fire, pine mulled wine. I, I feel know. like Mark oh, is I about actually, to break into song. I yeah. I bought um um. A mulled wine, air freshener as well, or a spray. Room you spray. have, you are, you, I go you, all out. if it diffuses and it's great, it <laughs> seems like you have it in your, yeah. in your arsenal of aromas. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what have you been up to over lockdown? I mean. So you know what? The first lockdown, I was, I definitely found it a lot better. I feel like I was out running, you know, work was fun. Everything was like kind of outdoorsy. The weather was better, it. yeah. The weather was better, mm. of course, in our 2K, 5K, whatever the kilometers were, it was always good to kind of be outside, especially when you're not trapped indoors. This lockdown now, I found particularly hard. I especially, as I said, found it tough after yeah. Halloween. I felt like all the leaves were gone off the trees. Mm. It was a little bit darker. Mm. wasn't that pretty outside. So, yeah. Um, and then again, like gyms were closed, like my like little yeah. Life. That's a release for everyone, especially for you, of course, yeah. being so into your fitness. But mm-hmm. yeah, the darker evening, the darker afternoons now. It's so dark so early. Of course, so much harder dark. for people. I think at the moment. Yeah, and for me, that would be quite positive. You know, the whole time I really struggled. Like it was like really struggled. Like mentally, I was just like God. Like I, I had to like make the effort every day to like go out and go outside mm. but then when you did go outside there wasn't actually much going on there wasn't obviously shops open yeah. so um, but with that said I obviously put the Christmas tree up two weeks into yeah. November definitely lit up <laughs> yeah. my little life um, got yeah just and I ordered like some really cool signs I ordered like this neon sign uh, Boisson question mark for over my mini bar oh yeah so like Very it's good. drink in French with <laughs> question mark so we have someone sitting down and people are like what's that mean it's like drink and then you're like oh we you know, like it kind of gets the yeah, movement yeah, of yeah, like yeah. having a drink, and which was nice. 
And then I put the tree up, trees up, and yeah, and it's first of December, and of course I am going somewhere on Friday night out for dinner. Can't wait. Are you? Yeah, oh. ev- everyone's really excited about this weekend. It's the yeah. first first kind of time back getting into a restaurant for the first time in six weeks. It's, it's exciting times. Where are you off to? I am off to Fade Street Social. Oh, oh yes, wonderful. gorgeous. Where are we one of my favourites in town. Now I have a lot of favourites in town. But I just always go in there and I'm never, ever disappointed. The yeah. staff are great. I always think staff are like a huge thing. And unfortunately now, I would usually go to the tapas bar. It's one of my favourites. I yep. love how everything comes out freshly made. I prefer the tapas bar as well. I just, know, and I, they've actually yeah. closed that off completely. Oh no, it's just a full, just restaurant, full restaurant now. now. Yeah, because I was like an eager beaver. I went in and um, when we could go out for yeah. outdoor dining, he was like, here's your one. And I was almost warning for my little spot because I would sit right at the bar. And if you know if you went to Fade Street, they have exactly. like a bar that you can sit at and, and watch yeah. people cook the food. And it's such a nice experience. It kind of adds such a, lovely experience. a level of a kind of interaction to your yeah, food. Yeah. You're like having a bit of a giggle with the chefs. Yeah, and also, yeah that's you're it. Eating this lovely, delicate food that's like it, within seconds of it being made, mm. it's plonked down in front of you. It's almost like. That's yeah. what I love about it. Yeah. It's like really fresh and it just comes out like as they say. But anyway, I went in and you're, the guy who still works there, he's the waiter. I think it's. Moss or something um, and he was just like oh did you see inside because I had just gotten to the main door and you go in and the whole bar is uh, build, build it up it's like a full wall around the bar now and it's going to no. be like just a full restaurant yeah. yeah I suppose people are trying to like they're trying to utilise their space a bit better and kind of like yeah you can't really have people a lot of different people sitting at the same bar together no 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 mm. especially when you're so when you're at the bar you are only like a metre kind of away from the fresh food being cooked so obviously yeah. just which is such COVID. a pity as well because that is amazing and Dylan McGrath's done that really well mm. if you've ever been to taste uh, above Rustic Stone it's Jap- the Japanese there. place one of my and, bonsai is oh, it bonsai yeah. too yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Top floor there, that's you have to, it's gorgeous. So that's amazing, and I love that he kind of has he has the different chefs in that like you know just spaced apart, and mm-hmm. each and one of them is doing a different thing, and it yeah. just you just watch them, and it's absolutely incredible, and it's amazing Japanese food. I really really love that place, but it's yeah. a shame that kind of like you know you're still gonna be able to see in the kitchens, but that kind of interaction with chefs, I suppose, is gonna be gone because there's yeah. gonna be a separation. That uh, that style of dining is called omikase, Ooh. I believe, it? where it's the chef prepares stuff directly for you in front of you. Oh wow! It's um, when you think about classical sushi dining, like you know, all like the Jiro dreams yeah. of sushi. There's one place in Ireland which I think we talked about last week in Cork, Ichigo Ichi. Yeah. Which is um, Takashi's place. Mission Star, yeah. Mission Star Japanese place in Cork where it's the same thing. Five people sitting at a counter and Takashi literally just makes the food for you and like directly in front of you and it's it's magical. Like it is watching, it's like watching a painter create a masterpiece. Yeah. It is just amazing. See, I even love when I go into a restaurant, you know, developing this lovely relationship who's my waiter and like getting to know him and what he's mm. about and I think that's so nice when you go into a restaurant and it has that kind of personable effect when you go in and you're like chatting to the waiter then the chef comes out I just think mm. it just adds to every bit of your Absolutely. good restaurant yeah, experience Yeah and that's why you return to restaurants as well because exactly. you build up these relationships mm. and you know that personal factor I think is great because people just feel at home they feel relaxed 100%. and then the food comes out and it's a, you know you're smiling when you're getting the food already Yeah and you don't feel like you're just on a like little conveyor belt like one in one out one exactly. in like Yeah it, which yeah. is tough at the moment because you know the turnover of people in restaurants know. you know they're, they're probably mm-hmm. going to be block booking hours again so with that yeah, you, 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 minutes, it's very easy to feel like you're on a conveyor belt but if you have that personal relationship or even just like you know just friendly people mm-hmm. listen it's it's absolutely true you know like coming from I was in setting up antisocial all day oh yeah I love antisocial cocktails got them all through the summer thank you, yeah, thank and you. well listen you, you drank them I made them it was a perfect <laughs> a perfect relationship um, but yeah, we're, we're, you know, it's kind of, unfortunately, we'd love to have people in all day, but first mm. of all, there's government guidelines based on distancing and everything like that. Yeah. But also, 
these are venues that have been closed for ages. They need I to be know. they need to be flipping tables. They need to be turning things over. Absolutely. But quick question, like you mm-hmm. sound like you really actually have taken your restaurant understanding to another level. Like it's mm-hmm. kind of like some people just go in and they eat and that's it. It's kind of like just a two-step process. Yeah. Show up, stuff your face and leave. And that's it. And um but you actually, you know, you you talked about personal interactions. You talked yeah. about things that in my eyes make restaurant dining really special like yeah. and kind of like you know the the experience have you always been into food or service or like do you have early food memories yeah or- i do have loads of early food memories and i think that comes with my dad um, and my granddad we'd always go out for a sunday dinner whether mm. that be for a roast or a seafood restaurant um, and i just always remember my dad and my granddad always chatting to whether it be the first pe- first person that brought us to the table, the second person that brought us the drinks, the third person that was taking the order. He'd always make such an you know an effort, and I used mm. to always sit there being like, "God, he like that's such a good way to be." And and then once you get talking to people, you know, it's it's nice to talk to new people and what they're about and their jobs. And I think back then. Um, we used to always go down to a place in Clare and you'd get like kind of friendly with the locals and the locals would tell you, oh, well, you know, this fish is from Ballycotton and Cork and like this is where you're going to get your best salmon. And it's just like that kind of personal. So I think that's where I come from. It's not just a two-stage thing with me. Mm. And I think that comes from like my granddad and dad just always chatting to whoever they could with about food and stuff. Yeah, well, like the the Sunday dinner experience, you know, yes. we talk about that. It really is a wholesome thing and it is mm. a family thing. So like that kind of, that, that all factors in or fits in perfectly with what you're saying. You know, the Sunday dinner, we talked, we were only talking last week about roast dinners as well. Yeah. People, you know, oh, I started them and mm. I'm getting good. Oh. I've started doing them for my boyfriend every second Sunday. It's so rewarding? So rewarding. Like, when c- you get that chicken or you get that beef with, you know, tender oh. with the oh, red. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, perfect. I'm getting hungry now. Do you know what? It's also like, come here, you cooked a beautiful, like, I don't know if you saw Chris cooked this amazing rib of beef there oh, yeah. during the week. And I was like, it's like, it's, 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 it's such a joy. Yeah. It's one of those things that it's some, like, there's so many elements to it. Like mm-hmm. a roast dinner, you have all your different vegetables. You might have a couple of different types of potato because this is Ireland. <laughs> Marcus yeah. loves a couple of different yeah. types of potato. Oh, listen, yeah. I'm talking like, <laughs> You you might have your roasties, you'll have your mash. Yeah. I might throw in a little gratin just for, for the yeah. crack, like a little dauphinois. Yeah, this like, is the one that puts on a, on a sandwich. Oh, really? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm now in fairness, actually, just on going back to lockdown, I got I always loved cooking, but I got crazy into cooking, and mm. cooking was my happy place. Yeah. I'd like, I have a new way of spicing up all my vegetables, or even like on potatoes there. Like my new mashed potatoes is, you know, two crushed garlics, parsley, a bit Ooh. of basil, and. Um, Shallot all chopped up, and yeah. oh my goodness! And if Flavor. you want to, you can actually put it in the oven with a drizzle of olive oil on top, and it gets all crispy. Yes, and it's just divine. Brilliant. Do you know yeah. what? Like, <laughs> it's kind of like with you're really into fitness as well. But with, like, you know the whole concept of like newbie gains. Like when you start yeah. running and you can't run fifty meters, and within a couple of weeks you're running like three to five k. Yeah, or when you start yeah. lifting weights, you can't lift anything. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, you're squatting like yeah. fifty kg or whatever. Cooking is like that as well. That, I agree. Like, you, like when you start cooking can be so intimidating yeah. and once you get th- you break through that little wall and Chris I'm sure you had this as well because like you, you're you're a great cook like I've yeah, seen but you cook even, it's like, even just recently like during lockdown you kind of find yourself 
haven't got the motivation to get in the kitchen. I was the exact opposite to you. Yeah. And then I kind oh. of, you just kind of find yourself then, oh, I haven't cooked in a while. And then you're questioning yourself, oh, like you're cooking really simple things then when you do get mm-hmm. into the kitchen because you just, you're out of the routine and like yeah. you just, you, instead, you're not buying like, ingredients that you might have bought before. Well, I found personally, but you were kind of went the opposite way, which is brilliant. Yeah. I, I need to take some of your energy. I always say about you, Neve Cullen, your energy <laughs> is fantastic. <laughs> I love it. You have high Thanks energy. So it's, it's a beautiful energy. Oh, good. Oh, well, it's people, good people around me that bring it out. So thank <laughs> yeah. you. But um, now, even with that, it's like, well, I didn't have the gym, do you know, and I needed something that kind of was feeding me that lovely, you know, like positive the, stuff. The and you're so, high, yeah. you are so right. Like, it, it does take time. And I think with me, like, cooking, I wasn't just automatically kind of good at it. Mm. I kind of watched my mum. I actually watched Jamie's mum. I was uh, quarantined with them in the first lockdown. And she, my mum is a phenomenal cook, and she is also a phenomenal cook. Yeah. And I learned so much from her. And I think it's just like, People are often afraid of cooking. They're often scared of like, even Jamie. What if I mess up? Jamie's uh. just like, we need to follow the recipe. Yeah. 250 grams of calls for 200. I'm like, oh my God, it, we're not baking. You yeah. can put mm-hmm. an extra. Yeah. And I think there's a fine line. Like if you have a, a sense, of, like baking is different. But I'm, I actually made homemade mince pies today. Ooh. Made Ooh. my homemade pastry myself. Yeah, I was very impressed. All right. I know, I know. I'm getting there. But just with baking is so different. But you know some people who just like follow the recipe from yeah. where I'm like, no. No flair. I go in between four or five recipes and I'm throwing this, that and the other in. And that's the joy of cooking. That's, that's brilliant. Like, yeah. Mm. You're you understanding like, the bits. You're yeah. kind of going, I know that this is going in because of this and I can yeah. kind of I can, I can go a little bit a little bit of wazzy a little bit of yeah. woozy a little bit yeah, of yeah, yeah kind of that's it oh yeah and because you're such like a fitness fanatic Niamh, mm-hmm. and like that's a big part of your life then where like, where does food come into it for you then with that do you do you stick to a strict diet you're out in mm-hmm. restaurants eating like you know where do you, where does that kind of fit in I like don't get me wrong I'm healthy mm. and I love good healthy foods um, I wouldn't be like mad for my takeaways but don't get me wrong I love a Thai I love an Indian I love a pizza I Who love a chipper yeah. mm. you know I also love a lovely cheese toasty like don't we <laughs> oh. all however I think when it comes for me um, I just like when it comes to like I don't I'd never be careful with food if I'm out and joining meal, I just know that I may need to move a little bit more I may need to just book in for an extra class this week now I don't mean that in the sense that I do that because I want to or I have to. Yeah. I just do because naturally I probably will feel better for it. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know, yeah. and like I'll never cut out food. I, Because I, I work out, you know, every second or third day, I'd never like feel myself with like a really massive oily carby meal. Because at the end of the day, I'm not going to perform great in the gym. Okay, yeah. So I put like good food into my body and I mean like, you know, really, but like what you can do with vegetables and what you can do with all sorts of food, you can make food interesting. So it's not just like, oh, I have to stick to chicken and a rice cake or fish and a rice cake. Did you ever see that guy? That chicken and a rice cake. Just fish and a rice cake. And what do you have for lunch? Fish and a rice cake. Did you ever see that thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just I've like, seen no. it. Oh, that's like, do you know what? This is something that like, I suppose being a kind of a laddie lad and <laughs> cooking people people have made the assumption about me that I'll, like all I love eating is meat and exactly yeah. what you just said there what you can do with vegetables and like oh, it, the idea tenless. the idea of like we're very much stuck in this meat and two veg mm-hmm. thing in Ireland and mm-hmm. I think we are moving away from it there's different cuisines coming in there's cuisines that are like naturally more veg heavy like mm-hmm. Indian like Thai yeah. where we're actually we're learning how to use spices. We're learning how to actually flavor mm-hmm. vegetables. We're learning mm-hmm. how to cook them properly as opposed to just all boiling the life out of them. <laughs> and so it's kind of like slop on your plate with a bit of, you know, cremated beef or whatever. I know. But it's, it is really this thing that in the whole gallery of flavors, mm. there, like, 
there's a couple of meats and then there's hundreds of vegetables, spices, herbs, yeah. everything. And it's really, once you learn, once you kind of unlock that door, oh, yeah. it's a beautiful door. Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. You think back it's to like cabbage when you're a kid. Cabbage when you're a kid, I, I just think, oh, yeah, but when, oh, when you're as a kid, I just think of it in one way. But now it's like, you know, you get your charred cabbage, you get, mm. you know, there's so many different yeah. things. I cover cabbage and blue cheese. Vegetables are like, you know, they're, um, they're wonderful. They they're beautiful. beautiful. They're yeah. dirt candy. That's what it is. There's a, like a, there's a restaurant. Yeah, there's so many. Yeah, called dirt candy, which is the best description I've ever seen for a vegetable. Like, you ever pull a carrot out of the ground and eat it? <laughs> no, I didn't. And you're but like, I would love to. You should, Neve Cullen. I'm telling you right now. That was something. <laughs> Farm I to fork, Neve. <laughs> New Year's resolution. I want you to break into a carrot See, farm. I live in an apartment, so it's it's a little bit. <laughs> Difficult to maybe, but do you know if you ever? But get, I do grow oh. my herbs. Mm. Can't and there's some basil. great farmers markets there now as well that we can get the stuff that's basically oh pulled that morning. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but I do grow my herbs. However, it's really hard to grow parsley and basil. It is. Yeah. They are basil. Is, Rosemary's one that yeah. you get all year round. Yeah, so get yourself a big rosemary bush. Bad. Mm. And yeah. mint grows like wildfire. Mint, yeah. yeah, you just have to kind of enjoy it in many minty <laughs> Cuban drinks. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was wondering how you're going to phrase that. <laughs> <laughs> so have you developed any kind of like favorites that you cook or any like what's your go-to meal? On, My like, go, oh God, loads, go-to meal. Are you a batch cooker? Um, I make batch soups. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. soup season. I I make soups all year round. Um, and what I do when I, if I'm ever boiling my vegetables, I'll always keep that stock. Or like even like my I made a gorgeous uh, chicken carcass soup that was delicious and kept some of that. Yeah, I'm real like and I'm trying to be really good with my food and like you know, um, not binning. Like what's the yeah. word I'm looking for? Wasteful, like waste. Yeah, yeah like mm. just avoiding waste at all costs. Mm. And when you actually put that into your head that you want to avoid waste at all costs you can actually do like great things like I made my own vegetable stock there last week and James was just like oh my god it's like gravy yeah. I was like mm. that's just all from vegetables bit of salt and then obviously a few herbs and stuff yeah. but yeah well, tupperware is a great thing Keep I know tupperware is a great thing <laughs> but it's also like it's it's all the bits that you throw away otherwise like mm -hmm. all those peels mm. all those veg that are like a little bit too gone to go into an actual dish mm. bang that into a pot dudes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like cook it cook it to bits and then you're basically like stock is basically like tea. It is like you're basically making veg tea. Mm. Veg yeah. tea. That that uh, beef that I made on Sunday, we were talking about that. I actually had a bag of onions that were sitting there, probably like you know, probably a week or two. Mm -hmm. But I actually chopped up the onions and put the beef on top of that. So oh, now the onions, wow. now the onions are going to be a gravy. Like they're actually sitting in my fridge now in in the, ju the, like the juice and the beef. So uh, like what's it a jus? Uh, uh, yeah, in a yeah. in a fond in a jus. Yeah. Mm. Oh, delicious. Yeah. So, Neve, am I right to say that you're you would be mainly pescatarian? Yes. Yeah, because my dad was pescatarian. Okay. Um, yeah, just got, he was always pescatarian, and then but mum was quite good. Like she'd always introduce meat to us. Mm. But I think I was actually just so obsessed with my dad growing up. Still am. <laughs> he turned sixty last week, and um, I just I always just have been. And then anytime I actually now I do try meat, mm. and I don't. But I like I I'll never have like a fillet of steak to myself. Mm. Like I'll have two bites of Jamie's or I'm just a fish person you have a massive have love been. for seafood I have a massive massive love for seafood and I do like chicken yeah so yeah. What, what what's your go to like what do you really really love like is it clams mussels oh prawns where do you okay, go where do you want me to start okay, yeah no let's worries. get into this um, I love I like when we get a into full this. sea bream you know, oh, full fish yes. oven baked um, what's it called uh, afororo in Portugal don't know there's a name for it asador uh, like, like, that... like done on the kind of the fire grill I'm not sure. No, I think... Asado? I'll, asado. Yeah. Is it asado? Asado, yeah. So it's like the full fish. The full fish, yeah. yeah. Delicious. Have, have you been to Rosa Madre? 
Rosa Madre, no. Oh, shout out to Luca and mm. all the Rosa Madre family right now. Um, that's one of the things that they do. They have this incredible selection of fish um, and they will cook, they, they'll get whole fish in and they'll that's cook it for you and bring it to your table side. Either the, you've been oh, the, in the salt the on fire. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. my God. It's it's one of my favorite restaurants, not just in Dublin or Ireland, but anywhere. Like it's, it's Really? And okay, honestly, if go. you're a seafood person, if you're listening to this, the seafood person go yeah. to Russell, and the atmosphere alone that place I always say it about it I was actually looking at a kind of an awards thing for this year and uh, I just love the atmosphere in Rosemarie mm. like Luke is, Luke is brilliant and he has the bottles of champagne out and he's doing the sabrage with the, oh, with, the, with the sword I'm not very good at that <laughs> <laughs> but like you know it cre- he gets people involved and it's great yeah. going back to like uh, relationships with people yeah, in restaurants that's, there's that's nowhere great. better for that I think you know he, he comes over and he'd be, he be at everyone's table introducing himself and big smiles and he's li- he wants to know everyone's name it's, it's always oh, great shout out to Luca. We got I must go. Genuinely, you'd but love it. On, but sorry, on that then, I love my mussels and white wine sauce. Mm. Um, I also love a seafood linguine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I love crab claws. Oh, um, yeah. There's a place out in Scary's called Stoops and they call this, it's called Rockabill. That's crab claws and Dublin oh, yeah. Bay prawns and like this creamy yeah. sauce. Yeah. yeah. We have such great seafood here. Oh, I love the seafood. It's, it's something that really... Do you know, there's there's all these theories why Ireland, like, doesn't eat as much fish as we do. Like, it kind of going from the fact that, you know, when we were occupied, we couldn't mm-hmm. actually fish in our own rivers. Mm. And then also the fact that fish was always seen as penance. You know, you ate yeah. fish on Friday when you couldn't eat meat. So it was seen as undesirable. But when you actually look at, the, like, genuinely the quality of fish that we have here, yeah. it's, it's it baffles me on a daily basis that we're not slurping down oysters that we're not eating mussels for lunch every day mm-hmm. that instead of chicken fillet rolls we're not having fish finger rolls <laughs> with some gorgeous you know some gorgeous fresh fish just bread crumbed up mm-hmm. and fried like it is really it is amazing to hear that you know kind of somebody because it's it's few and far between that you hear somebody who's brought up with this love of, of the sea yeah, I think it's going to go I think Especially it's I think it's happening a little bit more and more but now because people are saying you know the pescatarian diet could be the, for your health wise it could be one of the best things out there mm-hmm. and then you have people out there now that are doing amazing stuff with fish and seafood in general so yeah. you look at like SSI now it's a bongi like what he's doing with, like he had Claw Cafe in the seafood cafe oh, and yeah. uh, the, we talked about last week the Salty Boy food truck now he's doing amazing things so like you do guess you're getting a lot more great seafood in the in the common places now, like in Ireland. Yeah. Like you know, it's not so much more your destination restaurants. It's more and more like on the scene, yeah. for lack of a better phrase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you had to pick one fish, mm-hmm. oh, just one fish. Well, now, coronation is different. So I have my coronation and then I have my fish. Or do I have to combine no, the whole you, seafood you let, family no, together? Let's just go. Okay, let's go both. Like if somebody, okay. someone turned around to you and they were like, "Listen, Neve, I've got a really weird thing that." I've talked to the food people and you're only getting one fish for the rest of your life. What, what are you looking at? So it's just fish. Just fish. Yeah. Just a really mean person, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, probably mackerel. Oh, yes. Oh, wow. That's two yeah. episodes. Two of, episodes. Two episodes love, of mackerel lovers. Love yeah. mackerel so much. William Murray talked about getting into the sea and picking your own mackerel out of the sea. It was, oh, it was amazing. So. The vision it was. Cook. Oh, incredible. Uh, incredible. Just, they're both incredible people. Yeah, I love getting... Um, Mackerel and barbecued and a whole, whole fish, oh. bit of olive oil, salt, pepper, chili flakes. There is nothing but better in the there world. There is nothing there? better. Genuinely, like I actually cooked a lot during the summer on the barbecue. It was good. Yeah, mm. I think that this this is kind of okay. Positives that came out of lockdown. Okay, are that people actually spent more time cooking. They had more time to actually yeah. experiment. Like exactly what you were saying there. Mm-hmm. That you know yourself and Jamie are kind of like trying more roast dinners. You're trying more everything yeah. like that. 
that you can actually go and try something. Oh, like definitely. That. Like I can make homemade mayonnaise now with my eyes closed. I can bake a pineapple upside down with my eyes closed, <laughs> make a meringue. And it's all these little things that I kind of perfected on my mushroom quesadillas. I have to say now they are divine. Ooh. Anyone that I ask, they're really, really good. Um, yeah, and I think you're right. Like definitely one thing I will take out of lockdown is cooking and enjoying food. And actually, you know what? Sitting down to enjoy a nice meal. I would often make a nice meal and I'm on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Or this lockdown in particular actually made me slow down and actually eat my food. And although I always enjoyed it when I was galloping it anyway, but mm-hmm. I was like, geez, I actually love sitting down and taking like a half yeah. an hour to enjoy this Sitting meal. at the table, putting yeah. the, setting the yeah. table, putting the plates out. Yeah, And I couldn't, uh, I actually, me and Jamie have only newly, newly moved in together. And this is, got, shout out to any like relationships that that's one thing I'd recommend if you can do at least three or four times a week is sitting down and having dinner together, no phones, no TV. And it actually makes such a difference because sometimes you can just be at passing ships, we're all in busy lives. Mm. And that's something I've enjoyed. And you're actually kind of like, do you like that? Oh yeah, but it needs a bit more extra in this. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay, okay. Completely agree with you. Completely mm. agree with you because it's, it's such a terrible thing that I, I personally do all the time as well. You do end up eating your dinner, sitting at the couch, watching yeah. TV. But I, ha- I, I did that during lockdown actually a lot as well. Made the effort to kind of like, my table is actually nearly kind of thrown into the corner against a wall where you kind yeah, of, I know stuff it, yeah. goes on top of it. It's I not know. used as a dining table. Yeah, and storage. then you, I, I started using it then to actually get it out, put set the table, mm-hmm. glasses of wine on the table, happy it makes out. makes such a difference and it's just, it takes two minutes extra of your time to put out place mats, light a candle and wine glasses. Now in fairness, I have never loved wine so much since mm. lockdown started and I'm actually gotten really into my wines as well and how yeah. wine and will complement food absolutely yeah. it's beautiful but you know what I think that yeah I think that especially what you were saying about being newly moved in with mm-hmm. a, with your lovely man um, <laughs> that sometimes I, I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, shout out Jamie shout out to Jamie he's lovely that genuinely there is I, I don't think there's many things you can do that are more intimate with your clothes on than eating with somebody oh I agree cooking and eating with somebody yeah. And I think that's why people get weird about like letting people seeing them chew and stuff like that. You yeah. know, it's something that's really it's a, it it's, is, it's, a vulner- so right. it's a vulnerable thing. Mm. Yeah. But like, you know, when like you know, the, like you're your your lovely your lovely girlfriend's a big foodie, Jamie's a big foodie, you guys are all cooking together. Mm. When you see when you make something and you see the person you made it oh. for enjoying it, yeah. your heart my God. No, my, I couldn't agree mm. with you. Marcus more. is a trained chef as well. So yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very easy when he can just well, pull it out of the bag yeah, like no, that. No, usually when I'm doing it, it's like my heart is like clogging with butter. It's like, it's, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's extending. Yeah. But you're so right saying that. And like, funny enough, like Jamie's mom is so amazing and he has came from like, I mean, top class organic dishes cooked from everything. And he has recently complimented me so much on my cooking. And I'm like, almost standing there being like, oh my God, it's like he's told me I look absolutely gorgeous and sexy, but like he just complimented my food. And you just feel amazing. Validation for your hard work as well. Yeah, Mm. because it is a lot of hard work. And when you do put in the effort, you put in a lot of love when you're cooking. Mm -hmm. And you're like, no, I want this to be right. And you're really minding every little bit of it. I find it a great switch off too from like the social media world. I was just about to say that as well. Like we've just went through a lockdown Mm. and people have been looking for escapes. Yeah. And I think when you're when you're cooking, you know, you're not really thinking about much else. You're actually really focused. And that is something that if you can give yourself, now you, don't be wrong, you can cook a meal in 15 minutes or you can put as much time as you want yeah. into it. But I think you're really focused and that you kind of, you're really not thinking about anything else. Mm-hmm. And that's a brilliant thing as well, considering mm-hmm. what we've just went through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Do you, yeah, it's, it's just like, it's nice to just get into a little flow. Throw it on is. Throw on a little kitchen playlist. You know, oh, get, I have three. Depends oh yeah, on what I'm in. Can, yeah. Pe- can people follow them? If uh, are they public? Oh, yeah, you call it. It's actually called Dinner Playlist when you've cut in. Okay. It's kind of, and then I have like a like 
80s one. And I was like, you know. Nice. Fallen like a poco. Dun, 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 dun. What are they? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I have never heard that song before. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I don't I think so. Uh, I'll have to show you because it is actually a fantastic song. <laughs> I, I know. We're cooking. Loco and Acapulco. Loco yeah. and Acapulco. Okay, right. I'm going I'm gonna... to. Back to the Mexican vibes. Back to the Mexican yeah. vibes. Mm. So, are, so, like, okay, we're, it's December. We're coming up to, it's actually the 1st of December when we're recording this. Mm-hmm. This is going to be out on Sunday in a few days. But oh, we've nice. just entered into December. It's coming up to Christmas. Okay. What's on the table in the Cullen household at Christmas? Who does the cooking? What's the tradition? Is it, Does fish feature heavily in the Christmas dinner? What's the... Fish does. We have mackerel for breakfast. We don't. We have smoked a little, salmon for breakfast. A little breakfast. kipper? Little Kipri. No, so mum and dad kind of share. I go home for Christmas, so mm-hmm. I'm I put the feet up. No, I do help mum in the kitchen. I actually make the dessert, so I made a lovely uh, Bailey's ice cream, homemade Bailey's ice oh, cream yeah. last year, and we'll probably make that again this year. And um, it's actually quite simple and really delicious. You, do, I would recommend an ice cream maker because it does kind of do the work get for the you. Churn, yeah, you know, get nice and soft. Yeah, churn around. <laughs> <Every> <laughs> <night>. <laughs> So, yeah, I play a part in the desserts. We do have smoked salmon. Um, well, my dad would have smoked salmon brown bread. Um, I'd have that too. My mum would put on rasters and obviously super green sausages mm. for a brekkie in the morning. And then mum would kind of have, you know, dinner almost like prepped the night before. Yeah. The likes for veg. But like we go all out. There's not one vegetable we don't have. Brilliant. Nice. Like we even have like Yorkshire puddings. Yeah. Yes. We have it. We have a way of stuffing them. So you start with the cabbage. Then you go potato. Then you go stuffing. Then you go meat. Then you go tiny with the carrot, the sweet on top. Sprinkle of salt. Little gravy. And In we layers we, of love. We eat it with our hands. We I'm don't a, eat it with a knife. I'm you can't eat a Yorkshire pudding with your with I'm, knife and fork. Well, I was just in case people did. <laughs> I'm, you know? I'm imagining you picking up this stuffed Yorkie monster like an apple <laughs> and just like that's what biting, we do. biting into it. Oh my god! That's... And you know it's a thing at the table. Like when are you going to do it? I don't know. You're going to we'll be doing it. <laughs> yeah. We're like, who's going to do the Yorkshire pudding first? Because you almost like wait for it because it's so mm. nice. But you're better to do it early on, so it's nice and hot and crispy. Yeah, I, I, I actually, I'll tell you the truth. I actually do the same, but I, I may take it a little bit step too far. I actually pour the gravy then on top of the Yorkshire pudding when no, it's that's what I did. when it's stacked. Oh, you do that as oh, well? Yeah, yeah oh, drizzle on top after the salt. Oh yeah, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The let gravy it, is almost drenched like, down. It's almost the glue that ties everything together. Oh, it's kinda, it is. It's the love. Do you know what? Well, do you know it's like I've been talking a lot about Christmas sandwiches recently. Gravy. Is essential. It's the, like I've never actually had a sandwich with gravy on it. Do you know what? Me. Okay, well, obviously friends have like you know the moist maker sandwich, like a gravy soaked slice of bread in the middle of your sambo. Mm. I think that like reheating whatever your Christmas protein is, be it goose or ham or turkey or chicken or whatever you're mm. having yourself, reheating that in the gravy and letting the gravy like go through yeah. your whole thing. Yeah. Oh, delicious! Oh my days! I actually think that the Chris, Christmas dinner day after sandwich. Is, is perfect. One of the best meals of the year. Yeah, I, I, had a, I had a sandwich yesterday, and it was actually turkey with gravy, and the potatoes gone through it. It's a, it's a Christmas potatoes special too. somewhere coming out now this week. <laughs> but uh, yeah, absolutely fantastic as well. If you did, when you look at it, it's actually insane because it's just shredded up turkey, and then your potatoes kind of cooked and then kind of mashed down into it. So oh they're, they're still kind of you'll still get lumps of potato in so there. It's a bit like gloopy. It's, gl- it's mental gloopy, but it's like, brilliant. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> brilliant. Um, so Niamh we were talking about uh, we actually kind of really basically already asked you this mm-hmm. but uh, we were talking about um, basically like you know things that you really love when it comes to seafood like where what would you choose more than anything else but Marcus uh, has this little question to ask you here 
It's time for the devil's dessert. Okay. okay. <laughs> Literally, okay. The devil's dessert is, he, he just loves me saying it like the devil's dessert. He said um, really well. Like <laughs> profoundly, just, oh, devil's dessert. Um, so basically, it, it, the idea, it's not, you know, your death row meal. Imagine oh, you're you're like, don't you leave. Ask me you too leave. much. I love nah. toast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god Out of everything You could have said there We've just talked about I love toast Can I just Any toast lovers out there You need to go on And watch Nigella Lawson And how you butter toast Properly And come back to me Sounds seductive It is very I mean You don't know But worth it Oh my god Um, Can can we Are we leaving The devil's dessert Toast Didn't even get to explain. It's just like if you're gonna have one, is it, are, are I'm we, sure she meant French toast for dessert. No, uh, covered no. In shot. no, 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 sorry, no. When no, you no. said death row meal, I have too much that I would love, and toast is in there. And everyone questions like toast on your death row meal. It's like you have no idea how good if you get good toast. It's oh, it's the devil's dessert. You can have a few bits and bobs. Okay, so like, okay, we're not okay. gonna hold you to that. No, yeah. I think right, I, I kind of like. <laughs> part of me just wants to be like we've talked about so much amazing. It would be food, much just, cooler if we just left the there. <laughs> Yeah. Just toast. Mine okay, it's toast. <laughs> um, okay, well, do you know what? Actually, we've talked toast buttering technique. Yeah. I'm personally, I like, like, you look at it and you almost think that it's cheese. Like, there's so much butter on the toast. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. totally agree. Yeah, like, it's almost as if it's not like butter toast, it's toasted butter. Where are we without an inch like, of butter on everything? Oh, like, there's times, like, I had, there was one time I had, like, a row with Jamie because he didn't do my toast correctly. And I wouldn't get annoyed about other things. I'm a happy-go-lucky girl. Don't take things. No, but there's like, lines you don't cross. It, you, you can't get my toast wrong in the morning, especially when you're hungover. Mm. It was cold. It wasn't buttered properly. <gasps> uh, I won't go. And you moved in awful. with this monster. <laughs> I know. This criminal. This absolute <laughs> reprobate. <laughs> wow. I know. Okay. He's, he, I've, he, he, he's working his way up. But however, I never get him to do my toast anymore. It's just not worth it. Okay. So, okay. We're literally talking last <laughs> meal on earth. What's the new, what's the perfect Neve Cullen toast? What are we talking? Oh, it depends. Um, Obviously, like good white batch Brennan's bread is good. Mm-hmm. Um, Classic. Normal white bread is good. Sourdough is good. But Bread 41 do a gorgeous... Um, What's it? P- polenta and mm. something polenta and something else, and you let it. You have your. You have it fresh, but on the second day where it goes a little bit hard, mm-hmm. you toast it. It soaks everything in. So, but you butter it once. You let it sit there for a oh, second. We have technique. You butter right it now. twice, but like I mean, loads of butter, and oh my god, and people forget not to go in for the second coat. Yeah, you know, butter me once, shame on you. Yeah, butter me <laughs> butter twice. Butter me twice. <laughs> Shame on me. <laughs> <laughs> Shame. Shame. Bread 41, yeah. everything they do is amazing. Yeah, so oh. but it's one of my favourite bakeries. And it's so funny, just a funny side note on Bread 41. The reason why I kind of loved cooking and got into like being healthy was actually in fourth year. And it was my home ec teacher. And she was the reason why I really got into cooking and like loved all that. Because I had cooked my first kind of meal in and around. And it was actually a lovely time because my, my mum um, wasn't well at the, the time and I remember she just making me cook and stuff like that. I remember ba- baking a salmon and broccoli bake. But however, just a side note on that, that I actually went into Bread 41 one day and Owen came over. I was like, oh, someone wants to say hello to you. And they told me to give you a big hug. I was like, it's one of your past teachers. And I was like, oh, Miss Bergen? And she was like, yeah, Katie's my wife. I was like, What? I was like, you are joking me. And I had been coming into Bread 41 for so long mm-hmm. and I had only mentioned 
uh, Miss Bergen, I still call her Miss Bergen, like like two years ago in an interview being like, oh, what kind of got you into like all your healthy eating yeah. cooking? And I remember her being so made, she came down to like, a, a, like she really educated girls and she was the one that made me not be afraid of food. Like as a young girl, you kind of like, oh, you can't eat this, you can't eat that. But she was like, no, you can eat everything. Mm. It's just like in moderation, good food, healthy food, clean, you know, all that kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, so that was my, wow. so, and now I always go into Bread 41 and be like, this is mad. Like I love this place and you're, yeah, yeah, you have that connection to it now yeah, as well. So we we just it. we just happen to go there all the time. Yeah. We don't we don't have that <laughs> it's connection. It's just there. It's just there. Yeah. Uh, it's it's honestly it's somewhere that I. It's like, so unique. If I'm like heading out somewhere for the sambo ambo or anything like that, I will intentionally leave my house a half hour early yeah. to <laughs> actually just make sure that I can get and pastry so, of the day. And so many places like Boju Burger and um, Jamie had that one week, and they get their bread from Bread Forty One yeah. and. It's so, like it's it's really incredible. Nice. Like it genuinely, uh, what Owen has done there, and mm-hmm. I, like it, he's kind of in this wave of incredible Irish producers and incredible people, like yeah. people who are just doing something to such an individually beautifully high level. Yeah, that it's just it's incredible. Yeah, um, and I suppose that that kind of brings us nicely onto the next section that we're going to do. This is a section that's called That's Hopping. At the start of the show, we mentioned our local fresh and tasty sponsor, uh, Hop House 13. So in this section of the podcast, we're going to ask you what's hopping. Um, so we want to celebrate some of the most vibrant and local food experiences, like, you know, what you just said with Bread 41 mm-hmm. and how much you love them. Um, so, you know, it could be in the run-up to Christmas, tell us something you're excited about, whether it's a restaurant, a producer, a meal, maybe an amazing take-home meal that you have because that's something that's still going to be happening in December, you know. All the, Absolutely, a lot of places aren't going to open at all this year. Mm-hmm. But uh, also, just like you know, it could be something about Dublin. It could be something cool that's going mm-hmm. on right now, or something cool that's coming up. Something that you want to highlight that's really the people can get involved in, even. So what's happening? I think at the moment for Ireland is sea swimming. Mm, yeah, I think absolutely. people have gotten the love for sea swimming. Definitely, there's so many you know health benefits for sea swimming, and above all, mental health mm. too. Um, so my boyfriend had set up, this was just a conversation we had like back in February and it's called Swim Club and it's, we're creating this really love, really lovely and a love for sea swimming community. Mm. Um, and they actually launched their like Swim Club snugs. We got on the Late Late Show. because so I really feel like Swim Club is hopping. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's definitely something hopefully coming into the new year. We actually sold out so we've now snugs left. Yeah. No I've seen way. them. They look so warm. They look brilliant. Yeah, they are amazing. So um, the next batch has, you know, it's just here. There's a lot of new additions so Ooh, we're excited. Here yeah. we go. Yeah. So we have an exclusive. Yeah. The, the Swim Club snug is coming out soon. Yeah, ma- children, maybe animals. Who knows? <laughs> oh, Wow, really? Yeah. Um, a New Year's Day swim or Christmas Day swim, are you doing it? I am doing it, yes. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I was only swimming last week. It was like glass cutting me, but then yeah. you're fine. <laughs> I think it's an incredible time of the year to swim. Chris, are you a swimmer? I am a swimmer, but once again, I've got back to being lazy recently. And yeah. as, it's, as it's got a little bit colder, I found myself not getting out as much as I'd like to. But You'll need a swim club snug. I will need a swim club snug. You're, you're totally snug before mm-hmm. and after your swim. Well, you can let me, you can let me know like probably a minute before to get released so I can get one yeah, in quick now. Yeah, don't worry, mates. We'll sort you out. Okay. Oh, yeah. yes. This is, this is, that is hopping. That is definitely hopping. Um, yeah, that sounds that sounds excellent. I love yeah a nice cold swim and then maybe a, a hot flask or something. Yeah. Afterwards, that's a, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it is. So, mm. what's the plans for Swim Club then for the for the new year? So, Swim Club for the new year, we are going to be just launching and with new stock, different stock, uh, hopefully creating this community. And then I am actually bringing out a little thing called Monday Club. It's going to be a community based club, basically. Long story short, with my job, sometimes I don't make my gym classes. Sometimes I never get into town to make my Plades class 
that's like ages away from me. And I am bringing this online for people to be a part of this club. So, you know, I feel like Monday's a day where everyone kind of panics and wants their week ahead. And they kind of don't know where to start sometimes. Yeah. They go, go into Monday and the week is already done out for, for them work-wise. So I just kind of wanted to form this club that I could take that away from people. I'm going to be delivering. So there's going to be like an ideal shopping list every week. Okay. And there'll be like three recipes on there from the ideal shop list so getting people cooking as oh, well what I love so it's everything that I would want to do myself and mm. um, mm. so there'd be like full body workouts there'd be plat days meditation so yeah watch out for Monday Club in January that sounds incredible yeah. you have so stuff. much on yeah. this is beautiful like I really love you know talking to somebody because we, we've known each other a little bit through things yeah. but yeah. like learning about you know the story about your dad and your granddad and yeah. like kind of going and talking to waiters so like oh, just learning about you and I think food, as mm. I said food and we've talked about this Chris that mm. food gives you such an insight into someone and such, a, such a special kind of thing yeah it's yeah. a personal thing as it well is. people are really people just love food and they have a great connection with food and mm-hmm. the hospitality industry yeah. so like you know and what we've, what we've, what we've learned about Neve today a lot of people wouldn't know even though you're in the social media spotlight mm-hmm. people wouldn't have maybe got to know what, what we've just heard today like you know yeah, just finding about finding the tough and stuff yeah finding yeah. the tough and like mm. going through those sort of things like you know but people see this big smiles all the Instagram posts and they don't yeah. really know kind of like the other side of what's going yeah, on with you yeah absolutely yeah so like that's brilliant and we're delighted after having you on Niamh thank you very much I oh, know guys thank you so much for having me um, and I, I I do love toast and I hope you all need to go home now and practice sporting <laughs> your toast properly do you know I think the one person who needs to practice his toast is Jamie okay oh yeah no yeah Jesus. like Jamie if you're no, listening get he's, it together dude okay yeah. no I don't cold think toast. ever coming back from that <laughs> uh, listen you're, you're gonna I'm have joking. to scrape that one on no pun yeah. intended um <laughs> Thank you very much for taking the time to listen to us today, folks. Uh, please leave us a review or rating on wherever you listen to your podcast, be it Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere like that. It helps us a huge amount. Um, and if you like what we're doing, then maybe other people would uh, would like what we're doing. And um, thank you so much, Neve, for coming in. Um, it's been a joy and a privilege and a wonderful time talking to you. Oh, guys, thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. Um, and anyway, we hope we've brightened up your day a bit, lovely listeners, and to our wonderful sponsors, Hobbes 13, for just being great. They're what's hopping. And where that's banging. As always, please drink responsibly and visit drinkaware.ie. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.